Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Carter Lowe is an Ohio State Buckeye, the four-star offensive lineman choosing the Buckeyes over Michigan and enough and a few other programs. Matt Parker is here to break it all down with me, Spencer Holbrook. It is a Letterman Row Rapid Reaction Recruiting Edition. As the four-star offensive tackle from Toledo, Whitmer picks the Buckeyes. Matt, uh, how big is this for Ohio State? I think it is rather large. What say you? Yeah, it's about uh, 6'5", 275, 280 big. How's that for answering your question? It's pretty big. Uh, and all jokes aside, uh, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but this is there are two ways that this recruiting win for Ohio State needs to be looked at, and I'm going to tackle one side of it, and I'll let you have the other side of it. Um, Ohio State – consistently says, you know, the best in Ohio stay in Ohio. And when the best offensive lineman decides to stay in Ohio by picking the Buckeyes over a final five that consisted of Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee, that's a massive win for Ohio State, no matter how you look at it, um, to keep the homegrown talent inside the state 
uh, is obviously a massive thing, especially when it is a prospect like Carter Lowe, the number 85 overall prospect in the on three industry rankings. I believe he's the number nine offensive tackle in that same metric and uh, the number three Ohio prospect. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's absolutely massive that to keep the the in-state talent in state, especially when it's a position of need. We've seen Ohio State uh, get good and quality offensive tackles, offensive linemen in the last few cycles, but not necessarily a one of those top 100 guys. And that's exactly what Carter Lowe is uh, on and off the field, I should mention. That's a big component to the to the kids and to the families that Ohio State recruits to head to Columbus. Um, there's a lot of off-field stuff that is very appealing about Carter Lowe for Ohio State. Um, and just overall, I mean, a really, really good win. And a recruitment that, I mean, this is one of the first 2025 recruitments that I really started, I should say Letterman Rowe, really started uh, focusing on. And you just knew that recruitment was a little bit different for Ohio State because during the Buckeyes bye week uh, in the 2023 season, one of the first visits that Ohio State made was to Toledo Whitmer to see Carter Lowe. Uh, that was spearheaded by Justin Fry, Ohio State offensive line coach. And then later in that week, head coach Ryan Day made a visit to see Carter Lowe. And that was in a time where, I mean, you look at it, Ohio State's bye week was the final weekend of September. And you you go back and you look at where Ohio State was at with 2024 prospects at that point in time. Um, I think Mark Nave had just decommitted from Ohio State at that time, if memory serves correctly. So Justin Fry only had three offensive linemen in the class at that point. Um, you know, a, a lot of questions about could – could Ohio State, you know, get a guy like Jordan Seaton at the time? Um, and rather than, I mean, obviously Ohio State, you know, recruited where it absolutely needed to recruit at, you know, that point in time, which was 2024. It was still on the agenda and still a top priority to go see a 2025 prospect. And that's why it matters to get out on the road, see the in-state guys uh, who blossom into these, these national prospects, such as Carter Lowe. So for Ohio State to really set the tone and take that pole position in September of 2023, that's why in January 2024, we're seeing Carter Lowe announce that he's an Ohio State Buckeye. Carter Lowe, the number 85 overall prospect in the on three industry ranking, the number nine offensive tackle, the number three player in the state of Ohio. Uh, on three itself has him at number 172 overall, the number 13 tackle. Uh, where he's the highest is at 24-7 sports. 32 overall prospect, fourth offensive tackle, and the second best player in Ohio. That would put him as one of their 32 five stars. On three, not quite as high there. And I respect a lot of, of those guys over there, but also what Charles Power does with his ranking. I would expect to see in the next two years as Car Carter Lowe continues to develop, or in the next year or so, a continual rise in those rankings as he gets out to camps, as he becomes a, a, a name to know as a Buckeyes commit, as one of the leaders of the Ohio State class. Um, Here's the deal, Matt. Justin Fry went head-to-head -head against Sharon Moore here and won, and that's not something that we should take lightly. I don't care if Carter Lowe was from, uh, you know, Olentangy or from one of the Dublin schools. If you go head-to-head -head against Michigan right now on the recruiting trail on the offensive line and you win, hang your hat on that because the Wolverines are putting dudes in the NFL draft. They're going to have five, maybe six, maybe seven guys on that offensive line drafted this year alone. Yeah. Even guys who didn't start are going to be drafted off of that offensive line. It tells you something that Justin Fry and Ryan Day were able to get this done with Carter Lowe 
um, even as an in-state guy, because this isn't just a win for Ohio State in-state. It's a win on the national stage. You know, you look at the list of finalists for Carter Lowe. Ohio State went against some heavy hitters here. And, and you know, a lot of times we bat eyes, and that's fine, at in-state prospects picking Ohio State. Look at the map, folks. Toledo is much closer to Ann Arbor. It's uh, maybe a 50-50 split between Ohio State and Michigan fans. It maybe even heavily even leans toward the Michigan side of things, even though it's it, there's an Ohio postal code there. Like It's not easy to go into Toledo, battle Michigan, and grab a, a national win. But as Jim Harbaugh leaves for the NFL, as Sharon Moore takes over, Ohio State goes up to Toledo and, and, and grabs a hold of one of the best offensive tackles, not only on their board, but on everyone's board nationwide. Carter Lowe is a huge win, um, not just in-state, but nationally for Justin Fry to kind of answer a question mark about whether he could do things like this. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned the fact that Ohio State went head-to-head against Michigan for Carter Lowe and, and the biggest separator. And this is something that, you know, Carter shared with me in October of last year was the relationship that he and his family developed with Justin Fry. Um, every time, you know, someone from the Ohio State football program was either in Toledo or any time, you know, the Lowe family was down in Columbus, they always felt like a priority. You know, there was nothing more important in the world than the conversations that were happening between Carter Lowe and his family with Ohio State. Uh, and not just the, the time and effort and energy and resources that Ohio State has put into this recruitment uh, is why Ohio State ultimately won this recruitment. Uh, I think it's certainly worth noting that Carter Lowe made three game day visits to Ohio State during the 2023 season. He was on campus for Western Kentucky, came back a week later for, I believe it was a week later, uh, no, 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 not a week later, but in the same time frame, he was there for Western Kentucky, Maryland, and Penn State. Um, and Penn State was a very pivotal visit because, the, I mean, I think Ohio State had about 80-something kids on campus for that weekend, 80, 85. Uh, that was the hot ticket for Ohio State recruiting in the 2023 season. And, you know, Carter and his family didn't really get to spend a whole lot of time with Justin Fry just because of so many people that were there. But, you know, Fry made it a point to send a text to Carter after the fact. It was just like, hey, you know, we didn't get to spend a whole lot of time together, but you know that you're our guy and we're building this offensive line class in 2025 around you. That kind of stuff that happens in October, it may not seem like it matters, you know, especially when, you know, signing day for the class ahead was two months away. There are so many other things that are going on. But it, it does matter, and it matters because Carter Lowe decided to pick Ohio State. Um, and so that relationship between Carter Lowe and Justin Fry, and then ultimately Justin Fry, or uh, excuse me, Carter Lowe and Ryan Day is, is really what did it for Ohio State here. And then you look at how Carter Lowe is as an offensive tackle and the things that Ohio State does well on the field. I mean, Carter Lowe, his first sport is basketball. It's, it's not football. I mean, he played basketball. He's played basketball his entire life. Didn't start playing football really until seventh or eighth grade. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, the footwork aspect of basketball for a big man translates very well on the football field. You look at Dewan Jones. I mean, that's the shining example of what a basketball player can do as an offensive lineman. 
Um, and now we're seeing Dewan Jones was named to uh, some all rookie team uh, earlier this week. I forget what organization that I think it was the pro football writers association. I think that's who it was. Um, and doing that as a, what, I mean, he was a fourth round draft pick, I think third round draft pick. Like that's very impressive. That's development at Ohio state. And that's, I'm not saying that Dewan Jones and Carter Lowe are the same player because I mean Dewan Jones is like six eight like, he's a big dude like don't don't get it wrong he's a big dude but the the footwork aspect and how athletic Ohio State offensive linemen have to be to successfully run those stretch schemes those zone schemes those gap schemes those are all things that Carter Lowe does very well he just moves very well for being such a big guy and then it's a very similar kind of offense that, that Leo Whitmer likes to run. I mean, there's a lot of power run components that are in the Whitmer offense that are based out of a shotgun spread formation. That's what Ohio State likes to do. And we especially saw Ohio State do that in the back half of the 2023 schedule where they made more of a pivot to those gap schemes and things like that to for an offensive line that was maybe not the most physical, but certainly a very athletic offensive line and can move laterally very well. Carter Lowe does all of those things very well already. And once he gets to Ohio State, uh, you're just going to see that development continue. I think I, this is just a kind of a wayside comment for a second. But I think with what Ohio State has coming back in the 2024 season, both on its offensive line and in the backfield, uh, I think we're going to see a lot of north and south running from Ohio State in 2024. I would expect to see that just with your returning uh, four out of five starters on the offensive line. You have Travion Henderson, who's arguably going to be the best running back in the country. Uh, you add Quinshawn Judkins. So all of that is going to be a good recipe for Carter Lowe to see something new, something that, you know, maybe he hasn't seen from Ohio State. And that's why you continue to recruit these guys once they're committed. So you could say, okay, this is everything that we see that you're going to do. And now we're adding to it. So you're going to see these movements, expect these movements as well once you get to Columbus. And that's why developing such a well-rounded prospect is important. So I'm very eager to see moving forward, Spencer, how Carter Lowe reacts to, I guess, some of the potential things that Ohio State's going to do on offense in the 2024 season. I don't think that's not going to have any impact on his decision to be a Buckeye, mind you. If anything, it'll just enhance it because – if there's one thing the big fellas in the trenches love to do, it's hit people. Carter Lowe is no exception to that. So I'm I'm pretty excited to, to see how he reacts to maybe some of the potential differences that Ohio State is going to operate in 2024. But ultimately, to get back to my main point here, Ohio State won this because of relationships, because of the relationship that Justin Fry built with Carter Lowe, with Carter Lowe's family, the Whitmer coaching staff. I mean – a big portion of the community within Toledo, Ohio, um, for Ohio State to go up there. Yes, it's in-state, but you make a great point about the geographic, I guess, proximity Toledo is to Ann Arbor, Michigan. And for Ohio State to go up there and, and keep Carter Lowe in the state is a massive victory. I would completely agree with that. Carter Lowe did visit Ohio State uh, or did visit Michigan for the Indiana game on October 14th. The Wolverines won that game 52-7. to He also visited Michigan for the Ohio State-Michigan game, and he watched the Wolverines uh, go, uh, was that two versus three, one versus two? 
Uh, it doesn't really matter semantics. Um, Michigan beat Ohio State on the field in that game. And so Carter Lowe has seen Michigan beat Ohio State. He's worked with Sharon Moore before. He knows how good of an offensive line developer he is. He still picked Ohio State. I think that's there's something to be said there. Um, you know, this isn't a uh, oh, Ohio State bought a recruit. This isn't, um, you know, the, the narrative that we've been hearing with Ohio State right now trying to get back at Michigan by spending millions in NIL. This is just a good old-fashioned relationship recruitment. And Ohio State just beat Michigan for it. And I think that's important moving forward in this rivalry. Carter Lowe also becoming the uh, first offensive lineman in the boat for the Buckeyes. He's the seventh overall prospect committed to Ohio State. In their national second-ranked class, he joins uh, Tavian St. Clair on the offensive side, along with Javen Boggs on the, op- on the offensive side, Eli Lee, Blake Woodby, Zahir Mathis, and Devin Sanchez, the five-star corner, um, all in the boat on the defensive side. Carter Lowe is just the latest. Uh, he is an impressive player. He's going to continue to move up in the rankings. We project that. Um, I'm sure the on-three folks would agree with that. And the Buckeyes got themselves their first piece of this offensive line class in 2025 that could be pretty special. Yeah, for two things there. You mentioned Tavian St. Clair and Eli Lee and now Carter Lowe. That's three Ohioans in a class that consists of seven guys. Ohio State is certainly not done adding Ohioans to the 2025 class. I actually think when it's all said and done, uh, about 50% of the 2025 class is going to be from Ohio, which that's something that has not happened in a long time. Uh, I, I mean, a, a dead outright 50%. That has not happened in, in some time, I do believe. So the talent in the state keeps getting better. Um, and then Carter Lowe, if you look at the on three industry rankings, Carter Lowe is the fifth prospect that is inside the top 100 that's already committed to Ohio State with Tavian St. Clair, Zaheer Mathis, uh, Blake Woodby, uh, uh, Devin Sanchez. And I'm forgetting one more. I believe I'm forgetting one. So... But either way, that's that's five top 100 players as we're sitting here uh, in January recording this that are already committed to Ohio State. And I think you could agree with me here. There's already a different vibe about this 2025 class. Uh, no one that's committed really seems interested in playing the game uh, as far as recruiting goes. So at least right now, all of these kids are, are very locked into Ohio State are already out there recruiting for the Buckeyes as, as much as, you know, as much as the guys can peer recruit. Uh, and for Carter Lowe to be the third in-state guy is very significant. For him to be, uh, you know, the fifth top 100 prospect is very significant. But most significant of all is he's going to be the cornerstone of this offensive line class for Justin Fry. And for Carter Lowe to be that guy is by far and large, I think the most important thing. Ohio State adding to its 2025 recruiting class, Matt Parker covering every angle of it at LettermanRow.com, along with Alex Kleitman. The Buckeyes just continue to stockpile talent, that 2025 class looking special. Not ready to talk about, you know, the the elephant in the room. We do it every year uh, around this time. Could this class? Mm-mm-mm. Uh, and we're not going to do that because we do it every year and we fall into the trap and then it doesn't happen. This class is expected to be bigger, though, Matt, and so we'll see where it goes from there. The Buckeyes are going to lose a lot of talent after the 2024 class. You stockpile from the high school ranks, not on the tra- from the transfer portal uh, when you're in Columbus, Ohio, with the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's what they're going to do. They're going to stockpile all that 2025 talent. From Matt Parker on the other side of that screen. I'm just Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. As Carter Lowe joins the Ohio State recruiting class of 2025, full coverage of that, go to lettermanrow.com.
Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.